welcome to week seven in our series, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You. Uh, I hope you are ready for this session. This is a practical session. This session is, uh, is going to deal with some things that I think are really good for us to think about. So let's just jump right in. I want you to think of your own personality type right now. And I want you to think, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Okay, so are you, are, are you the type of person who loves to meet somebody new and just gets completely excited and jazzed up um, about a conversation with a stranger that you may learn something about them or they may learn something about you? Or does that thought, the thought of somebody on an airplane or, or in an elevator saying something to you just absolutely make your skin crawl? <laughs> well, you may be an introvert, you may be an extrovert. So as we start this session, I want us to think about how we feel connected and how, how are some ways that technology has made us feel connected even when we're by ourselves. I know for me, my, my tendency is to be an extrovert. I, I like to be around people. Um, I, I don't really like to be alone. And when I'm by myself, um, I find that I'll use technology sometimes to connect with people. Um, I don't like eating lunch alone. I hate having to stop somewhere and, and sit down in a restaurant and eat by myself. And I know a lot of times I'll sit there and, and read through Twitter or check out um, Facebook or some news. Um, and sometimes I'll just start texting, you know, some random people. Maybe I haven't been in contact with a while. Um, so that, that's one way for me that I can feel connected even when I'm by myself. Now I want you to think about this. What are some ways that technology, that, that the advances in technology have worked to isolate us? Okay, so what are some ways that, that, that technology has, has isolated us as a society? So think about, for example, let's, let's go back in the day of the, the family fireplace. Okay, so the, 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 the classic, you know, painting of a family sitting around the fire, um, enjoying, uh, you know, reading or, or, or spending time together, that has done, been done away with because for the most part, central heat and air has come in and, and there's not a fireplace in the middle of the house. And, and the necessity to be cozied up to a fire isn't there anymore because of technology. We have central heat. What about milk delivery? You know, the, 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 the milkman, the, that, that guy in his uniform with a crisp, clean shirt and a wave and a smile and the bow tie, that whole thing. Well, that has been replaced by refrigeration. We, we don't need a milk delivery guy anymore because we can put it in our fridge and go to the grocery store and pick it up and we don't need that. You know, think about street vendors being replaced by vending machines. Um, even something recently that has really kind of taken off are self-checkouts. The kiosks where you don't have to interact with anybody. You can walk into the store, get what you need, pay for it and leave and not say a word to a soul. Now that's where my introverts are like, yes, and we love it. And all my extroverts are saying, I go through the line with the person to check me out just so I can say hello. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But those are some ways that, that technology and, and the advancements in technology have, have kind of come together to isolate us a little more. Now, now, here's the thing. Your phone, your smartphone, makes it easy for social shields as well. We don't have to talk in elevators. We don't have to talk on buses. 
we don't even have to talk to our closest friends when we don't feel like it. Think about going out to a restaurant. The next time you're out in public, go to a restaurant and look at a group of people who have chosen to go have a meal together and observe how often they're staring at their phones instead of the people they're with. It's crazy. But that's what our phones have done. We, we can ignore our closest friends, and they don't typically seem to mind. Uh, you know, they're, they're not all that offended if you pull out your phone and you check a score real quick. Now, this can be really detrimental to our growth as human beings, and that's what I want us to understand and unpack in this session. So this week's way, this week's way our phone is changing us, the point is we get lonely. Our smartphones have caused us to get lonely. Number one, online and lonely. Have you ever heard the phrase um, to the effect of lonely in a crowd? When we feel lonely, we naturally want to surround ourselves with other people. That's, that's natural, and we've all been there. But sometimes just being around other people isn't enough. That's because being in the same room isn't the same as feeling connected. You don't know those people. They don't know what's happening. There's no conversation. There's no connection or community just because we're close in proximity to people. The harsh truth is that now, more than ever, we feel alone amongst a digital crowd. Technology and social media, it cannot end our loneliness. But it's everywhere we look. You are, you are connected to more people than you could have ever imagined 30 years ago. Think about the conversations that you could start right now. I, I would venture to guess that all of us, with, within a matter of minutes, could have a conversation with someone across the globe, whether it be a personal connection or, or through some kind of app or game or something. We could be in contact with someone on another continent pretty quickly. Tech and social media, though, it cannot end our loneliness. So number one is online and lonely. Number two is technology and isolation. Technology offers many, many benefits. There is no doubt about it. But there's one major pitfall. It's isolation. See, isolation is a promise for the introvert. <laughs> that, that pumps you up. You're excited about that. And it's, and it's a price to pay for the extrovert. In, in both ways, it can be a negative thing. Think about how, as technology advances, machines replace people and automation replaces interaction. You know, not that long ago, laborers were personally acquainted with their clients. In today's techno like technological society, especially since COVID, laborers work in remote locations, separated geographically or by long production chains, and they serve faceless clients or nameless customers. It's, it's completely disconnected. Think about this. I can get on an app right now. I can get on an app right now and hire a dog walker to come get my dog, Albert. I can pay them. I can give them my door code. I can let them walk my dog in the middle of the day and never, ever have to see them. Never have to meet them. Have no clue who they are. I can do that right now because technology has advanced to the point where it has completely removed that potential human interaction. See, it's, it's counterintuitive. Technology should be bringing us together, but the reality is it's driving us apart. Technology has become a portable shield. It's become this thing we carry around and can block us from people. 
We constantly pull our phones out in public in order to deter human contact and interaction. I want you to think about those little white things that are in everyone's ears, right? The, the, the AirPods, the earbuds, the headphones. They've even taken this shield of looking down at our phone. They've taken it to the next level because not only can we look down at our phones and ignore people, we can put these little signals in our ears that tell the world something very specific. We refuse to listen to silence. We don't allow ourselves to process our thoughts and feelings. Researchers have found that earbuds put off an aggressive message. Big surprise, right? Here's the aggressive message. I'm too busy, I'm not interested, I don't care, and do not disturb. <laughs> we have cut off healthy introspection and social conversation. We completely cut it off when we put those earbuds in. We are more alone because instead of experiencing the video or song with others, we experience it alone. Our devices have been personalized and miniaturized over the years to the point we have cut off what used to be ordinary social interactions. Okay, so think about this. Love dies, empathy and sympathy disappear, and now we trust our devices more than we trust actual people. It's safer for us to approach a stranger from behind a screen. We're more comfortable with that than we are in person. Some people literally don't even know how to start a conversation with another human being. They don't know where to begin. They don't know what to say. And it terrifies them. And it's not getting any better. See, many of our digital communications lack integrity and authenticity. As Christians, we must commit to replacing easy relationships with authentic ones. That kind of authenticity is found in face-to-face -face and eye-to-eye -eye communication where you learn empathy, humility, and trust. Those skills are something that we have to develop over time. And when we're trapped behind a screen or closed off with our earbuds, we don't learn how to have real, authentic, and genuine relationships. Think about this. If, if you're in a digital relationship with someone, and this could be a, a contact on social media, this could be someone that you play a video game with online, it could be someone that you, you, you don't know who they are. All they know is your avatar and your username. When things get difficult, you just delete it. You can change it. You become someone else. There, there's, there's, no, there's no repercussions there. There's no authenticity there because it's, it's all fake. It's smoke and mirrors, it's gone. We don't learn how to have real, authentic, and genuine relationships when we're trapped behind our screens. The third thing is this idea that we need to protect aloneness. Okay, so the psychologist Sherry Turkle said, the capacity for empathic conversation goes hand in hand with the capacity for solitude. See, in solitude, we find ourselves, we prepare ourselves to come to conversation with something to say that is authentic. When we have those moments to ourselves, those moments of true introspection, not those moments where we're bored and we tap that screen or we start swiping, those moments where we really have to stop and think about life and about who we are and about what we desire. 
in those moments, we understand who we are, and then we can bring that to a conversation, and, and we can bring authentic and genuine discussions to the people around us. Scripture tells us in Psalm chapter 46, verse 10, to be still and know that I am God. Our understanding of, of who God is happens when we stop. We slow down. We have quiet moments of reflecting on Scripture, reflecting on who God is and what He's done. Then we can know about God. We can understand because we, we stop and we ponder and we, we meditate on those truths. Solitude, especially for parents and introverts, is something we want and need. <laughs> parents and introverts desperately need solitude, desperately want solitude. And we often think that technology is the secret for the solitude. We, we think that that's going to solve the problem and it's going to give us that time. And that's not the case. How many of you check your phones within minutes of waking each day? I mean, just within a couple minutes of the time you get up, you're already checking your phone. You're already looking at something. 73% of Christians say that they check social media or email before praying or reading their Bible. That's a huge majority of people are on social media, checking emails, working, using their technology before they even think about praying or reading their Bible. The next time you grab your phone, I want you to think about these equations. Okay, Isolation plus feeding on vanity. Okay, So this is the, that interacting with all those things, those apps... The, the social media site. So your isolation plus feeding on that vanity is going to equal soul-starving loneliness. Now, here, here's the other side of that. Isolation plus communion with God will equal soul-feeding solitude. We all have those moments where we're by ourselves. Every single one of us has to deal with this. In those moments, do we feed on our vanity and, and progress our loneliness even further? Or do we commune with God and get that soul-feeding solitude, that thing that we desperately need? Here's the change for this week. Do not let digital technology fill up all of the silent gaps in your life. Those things are good for you. Push back the urge to grab your phone or pop in your earbuds first thing in the morning. Fight the urge. I know it's hard. Fight the urge and see what happens. And here's your 12 ways tip. Do not look at your phone within one hour of waking up until you've spent some time reading the Bible and praying. That's your challenge for this week. Let's see if you can spend one hour in the morning before you grab your phone. Hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for joining in. 